This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Troy Dini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Hello, welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Joining us for the opposition view this time round, Ant from the Roker Report. Good evening, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, guys. Thanks very much for having us on again. Hopefully after this week, we don't account for another manager, but being Watford, if possible. <laughs> he started early, <laughs> didn't he? He started early, oh, wow. God bless him. That's quite early, that one, isn't it? And you don't realise this, but all these people who come back a second time round go, oh, we can have a shot this time, can't we? We can have a pop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair enough. What can we say? <laughs> Welcome back to the opposition view. We're obviously talking about Sunderland. Tell us, first of all, last time we spoke, it was a two-all draw. We were doing very nicely, and then in the last 10 minutes, we took off uh, in, in the days when Keenan Davis was effective at stopping uh, defenders running through. We took him off and bought on bio, if you remember, and Basically, it was like, crikey, it was like the Siege of Maffa King. They were all coming forwards and uh, and you got your two-all draw. Since then, your season has really picked up a bit of a pace, hasn't it? Take, take us through your season as, as, as you've seen it as a Sunderland fan. To be honest, I don't think any, you, you ask any Sunderland fan, you know, even if you're glass half full, glass half empty, mad in an institute, you would never have said this would have been happening <laughs> with... With, you know, two games to go and we're sick in the table. I mean, it's just mad. It's mad. But then when you consider that we haven't had a striker for the best part of the season, yeah. um, you know, we've had so many injuries. Our captain's been injured. Our, our, both our centre-halves are out for the season. You know, obviously, I've mentioned Ross Stewart. It's, it's just crazy. But we're, we're just playing some absolutely wonderful football as well. And um, it's just a joy to watch them. Like, I, I remember, like, being a young being a young lad watching, like, the Peter Reid years and when we went up with Phillips and Quinn and stuff like that. This mm-hmm. football is matching that you know we're just playing some wonderful stuff and yeah it's going to come to the end of the season if, if we don't go up or whatever happens where you know Ahmad Diallo is probably going to go back and everyone's going to cry don't fall in love with a lone player you just kind of think we've got someone else waiting in the wings to be just as good as him you know what I mean it's just been it's been such a I would I would have said it's not been really a roller course it's just been up 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 and up I just wasn't expecting it at all went on a little bit of a dodgy run between January February 1, 2 and 10 but we, we didn't lose that many and I think that's what's kept us in the game that we 
we've drew a lot of games. We've managed to find a goal. We've managed to find an equaliser um, or a winner in you know in stoppage time or whatever, and that's kept us there or thereabouts. And now that this team's just playing without any fear at all, you can kind of think they might they might just end up in the playoffs. But we'll see what happens. It's just been class. Like I said on the pod, I was on on with you guys early on the season. I would have taken fifteenth and stopping up. And now I'm kind of going to be disappointed if we don't get in the playoffs. That's how, how mad the season's been. But just great, it's great to support and great to watch them again. It, it's good to have the club back, if you know what I mean by that. If you don't recognise the sound of a happy football fan, that was it. <laughs> um, just, just most people that listen to this are just used to do us three going, and then and then we threw it away in the last. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, it's nice to know that the three types of Sunderland fan have been covered: glass half full, glass half empty, or living in an institute. That's nice to have that officially confirmed. So, in terms in terms of what we start looking at here, because we talk about your season there. And you kind of touched on it beforehand. We like to take a look at the home versus the away form. And you touched on it here. And your home form, which is obviously something that we're keen to look at because we're playing at the Stadium of Light on Saturday, is kind of lower mid-table. It's it's really no great shakes. You've got mm-hmm. 1.3 points per game. So 22 games played, 7-1, 8 drawn, 7 lost. You've, you've scored 31, but you've also conceded 31. So it's kind of like, it, it, it's not that great. But where you've come to life, obviously... Has been the away. It's been the away stat where you're in like the top four. Play twenty two, won ten, drawn six, lost six, scored thirty two, only conceded twenty two. So you scored ten more goals away from home than you've conceded. Points per game one point six three, and of course that is normally a kind of a lower level. You've actually got more points away from home per game than you have at home. Tell, tell us a little bit about that. How come this has been the case? Do, do you do you set up differently? Does the stadium of light kind of fans get on the case of the team a little bit is there a bit more apprehension because let's face it you've got a big old stadium and it mm. might be a bit of pressure what do you see as the cause I think a, a few sides have, have come late on in the season and, and decided they don't want to play football against us I will rule out Huddersfield with that because to be fair to Huddersfield last Tuesday I thought they were going to come and literally do a war knock job and just back, backs against the wall and everything like that but they actually tried to play football and they were very very good um, but normally when we've been playing teams at home they've, they've come and try to, you know, try not to concede early on against us and, you know, put put a lot of players behind the ball and, mm-hmm. you know, not let our flair players play like how, how, how they can. And we have struggled to break teams down. We really have, you know, like, I, can, I remember the, the whole game, for instance, when it ended up 4-4. I mean, it was just mad. That was an yeah. absolute bad game of football. But bar that, you know, Birmingham, we only just got a goal late on. I think, you know, there was a couple of sides at, um, in, in that kind of ballpark. In Reading, we struggled we struggled a lot and they didn't want to play football at all and then all of a sudden we ended up scoring and um, picked things up a little bit but I don't know not, to put to kind of put your finger on it it, it is quite weird because we're normally being brilliant at home and terrible you know that was league one we were excellent at home but we just couldn't pick up any points away from home to get that changed round it is quite it is quite nice I just think the way from home because the team is as young as it is they're playing mm. without fear away from home whereas at home you've, you've mentioned it is a big old stadium if, if we're not winning like any old side and if we're not winning sometimes we do get on the backs and everything like that and maybe it's the it's it's an age thing where they're just a little bit too young to get that pressure on them but it, it, it's something that if we don't go up this season we do need to really sort out for next season and try and make you know a big uh, push for the for promotion in the playoffs a better home form I think we'd have been pushing that top two to be honest had that home form you, you kind of change that expected points to 1.66 I got the ways that's a promotion win inside isn't it we look at that we also try to take a look at, at form but don't worry about trying to break down a team that makes it hard to 
hard, you know, hard to break them down because don't worry, Watford are coming to town. We'll, we'll, we'll correct all of that. I think the game on Saturday will be one of them ones where it might be another goal fest because obviously you guys have Ishmael Star and Del Pedro who were... <laughs> don't you worry about that. Time. Let me really let me assure you, Ant. Let me assure you, Ant. There'll be no there'll be no golf fest. Certainly not anybody <laughs> well, wearing does, wearing our colours because we do leave ourselves open a little bit at home. Um, and obviously we haven't got Danny Bath playing at the back, so I, I do see both teams scoring on uh, on Saturday. And I think I said it off air. I'm more worried about Saturday than I am against Preston. And Preston, I think they're a good side, but I'm just a little bit worried about you guys on Saturday. Don't worry about us too much, mate. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, no, we 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 are. Everybody says about Ishmael Assar because everybody sees, oh, he scored a goal of the season, and it's like, yeah, but he has actually contributed very little else, and it's it's wrong to say because mm. his stats over four years are pretty impressive. Bearing in mind he's had you know so many managers in that time, it's a bit you know it's a bit bad. He is a he is a suffering symptom of the malaise in the club. But hey ho, we shall see it. We shall see it. Can I just very very quickly say as well that the um, Jack Clark Red and Gore was robbed for goal of the season, and it wasn't even in the last shortlist. It was absolutely robbed. Fair play to Schmidt is a great goal, but. Team goals, you know what I mean? That that goal against Redden, how on earth that has a more goal the season would be on you? You've got to have a team first though. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and so right, so you get you come up from League One, we mm-hmm. come down from uh, come come down from the Prem. We've had a shit season, you're delighted, and now you're trying to take you know Ishmael Asar's <laughs> goal of the season off of him. And oh, I don't know. Yeah, you're probably right. You're Let probably us have right. something. Yeah, please. <laughs> just anything. Just yeah, anything. Yeah. One of the things that we've been doing, and, uh, and and this is where Carlos will start to laugh. And and genuinely, I've looked at this more than any other, is I get to predict who I think your star man is. Now, it, it has been known on the odd occasion. Predict, is, to be... predict is a strong word. I'd say guess. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Predict is possibly too analytical. Yeah, I, I've often not been in the fucking same postcode as the right answer, but that's fine. That's fine. But this is a difficult one because I'm not going for obviously you know Gerhard you've got, but I'm also not having you know Diallo because he's a, he's a, a lone player. So I'm looking right, at okay. players that, that you signed uh, ideally. You we can't go for Ross Stewart. He's had too much time out, obviously, and not, not been there. I was torn between Patrick Roberts because I when I've seen you play, I you know, he's been the sort of wing player that we've been dying to see. But in the end, I went for somebody who I believe has somewhat split the stadium a light audience. And you mentioned him there. I've gone for young Jack Clark. He's got the most goal contributions at the club. He's, you know, he's high up on the goals, but also absolutely top end of the assists. He's a young lad that you you bought in previously uh, on loan from Spurs, but I think you signed him at the start of the season. So you actually kind of got him. He's, as I say, he's very young and he looks like the kind of player who at the moment is, is good, but still learning. But if he pushes on in the next kind of 18 months, he could really be something, couldn't he? I think we're going to get a lot of money for him. Yeah, I really do. The he, I think you, you're bang on, by the way. I would say he's our most important player at the minute. Yeah, um, you know. That's right yeah. eventually, didn't it? Just, just right at the end of the season. Yeah, well done. <laughs> yeah, a stopped yeah. clock is right twice a day. I think. Uh, he's, to be fair to him as well, he, he's... Um, his assists down goals. I mean, he scored 10. He's done the double. He's scored 10 and set up 10, which... Yeah. You know, it doesn't happen that many times, does it? In in, in a season, I don't think it's. There's not many um, who've got that, and he's he, 
because last year when he was in League One, I didn't think he was all that good. I thought he's mm-hmm. he's like kind of lost his way a little bit. But then this season, he's been absolutely fantastic. He's got such a direct style about him. Patrick Roberts as well. To be fair, Patrick Roberts is he's just got like this skill and skill set that I've never never seen. I know. Well, I think he's kind of the same boat as Jack Clark, where he was lost as well, and they've both found yeah. themselves back at Sunderland. And I think that's what we've been like with you know even Amado who's coming on loan was was a flop at Rangers, but he's come in, he's had his arm around him and everything like that, and. He's just developed. Um, but going back to Clark, he, um, yeah, very important goals when he has scored them. Uh, being on the end of a couple of, you know, really wonder goals as well and score any type of goal as well. So had Danny Bath had been fit for this weekend, I'd have said probably joint between him and Bath because Barry Bath's just been colossal at the back. But yeah, I would, I would say Clark has been, been tremendous. And if he keeps that trajectory going, we're going to be bombarded, I think, with a couple of offers from the Premier League. And I wouldn't shock us if we get a couple this year from, you know, the likes of Burnley or Sheffield United to go up our lower level uh, Premier League teams. Yeah, He's also seen. got yeah. fantastic hair. That, he has. That is yeah. fantastic. Look at that undercut on that hair. That is fantastic work by his <laughs> We had a um, fans weekend. Um, I think it was a Birmingham game and some, like, some of our... Um, you know, foreign fans were there and you all got a lovely tour around the stadium and everything. And one of my really good friends, Irish, and he was part of the Irish Black Cats, and he said, Oh, we've seen when at the change rooms and all that, all of them were like said hello, apart from Jack Clark, it was just done his head. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, obviously obviously slightly less <laughs> impressive than his undercut is the figures we got here are games forty three, <laughs> goals eight, assists nine. But actually, you're right, he's actually got two goals in the FA Cup that yeah. isn't factored in this, and an assist there. So you're absolutely right. He is on 10 goals and 10 assists for the season. These are just the league stats that we were looking at here, but it just makes it more impressive. And obviously other hair products, I'm sure, are available. <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. One of the players that um, uh, obviously you've got in your ranks, and you know we still love him because he scored for us last time we, we, we saw you, but uh, he seems to be talking about finding a home. Luco Nine. I think a lot of people didn't think he was going to probably cut it in the championship. We we clearly didn't because we released him. He went to Wickham, had had a good few seasons, and has come up to you guys and seems to be you know got a got a home from home there. Is that reasonable to say? Is he well regarded? Oh yeah, he's a he's a he's a club legend already. You know, and I'll probably get pelters on that for saying that, but he is. Um, you know, he's just he's pretty much what this club is all about. You know, hard work and. You know, a bit of graft and everything like that. And, and plus, he's just, he just makes you smile every time you, you watch him play football. You know, I don't know if you guys seen, and, and I can't remember who we're playing against now. He tried to get someone, tried to piggyback somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's kissing people. You know, he's just such a, he's such a shithouse. But he's so, he's like funny doing it. And I kind, of, kind of what sums him up was like, obviously, we had so much of an injury crisis. He's having to play centre half. He can, he, he's probably now a centre-half, I think, for us. I don't think he'll go back in midfield. But last week, he's, um, his wife was expecting and he, he, they weren't expecting him to come to travel and everything like that. And then I think his wife gave birth on the Saturday night. He drove down in the middle of the night, woke everybody up in the hotel room and then went and did that for 90 minutes. Um, and you've seen him at the end. He's like crying at the end, teasing his eyes and everything. I think it just means so much to him and, and we've kind of took him as one of our own, you know what I mean? And um, uh, he's, just, he's just mint. He's just like... But he hasn't got like anything in particular that can kind of different from from another player. He's just he works hard and he's just a little bit of a shell. But he he's just come on so well at Sunderland and fair play to him because I think 
a couple of seasons ago, if we got rid of him, I don't think people would have been like that arse. But the last two years, three years in particular, he's just been the embezzlement of what this club is. You know, that's the embezzlement's the wrong word, but it's, um, yeah, it's, you're, you're, you're thinking of us. Yeah, we keep the embezzlement. Yeah. Yeah. It's the embodiment. Yeah, we're there. We're there. Embodiment, that's the one. It's like when, when they say that the badge, the player for the badge, he is pretty much the badge, if you know what I mean by that. He just loves the club and we love him, to be fair. Can't see him going anywhere else in the rest of his career, to be honest. This is Ronnie Rosenthal speaking, and you are listening to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. And you'll 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 enjoy this because since we've seen you, we've we've got into all new range of shit nonsense. <laughs> I'm gonna show you three players, three players that have played for both the Hornets and the Mackhams at some point in time. And first thing I'd like you to do, and, and you can pick any one of them, is just name one at a time, and then we'll see whether or not Justin and Carlos can also name one each. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So here we go. Here are our, our three players who played both oh, shit. At, at the Stadium of Light, <laughs> or maybe Roker Park, who knows, and at Vicarage Road. And could you name me any one of the players there on screen? Anyone? I'll not go for the obvious one. I'll go for Nairon Nosworthy. Oh, look at that. He's doing you a, he's doing you a service. He is. Somebody God here. bless you, Good old Nairon. <laughs> well, I normally go to Carl second here. So instead, I'll go to Carl second here. Carl, who else can you name? Thank you. I don't know the one in the middle, so I'm going to go for the absolute obvious one, which is Kevin Phillips. Kevin Phillips. Okay, well, carrying on the fine tradition of, uh, of, of going after everybody's had their go and you just have what's left. Thank I think you. Justin's got this one. I, though. He looks I, quite I think calm. Justin's one, quite yeah, calm and collective. I am Justin. Who is left resplendent in the middle in Watford kit? The two, uh, the two previous were wearing Sunderland kit. That Peter is Mr. John Wilf Rostron. Oh, look at this! Oh, good look shout! At well done, this. sir. What a shot that is! Because he was known as Wilf Rostron, but he is indeed John Wilf Rostron. Very, very. Thank you very much. Done. Very finely we done. Found my level so, at last. Thank you. Well done, Justin. Well done. I'm, I'm mightily impressed with this. So, and we mentioned earlier on Kevin Phillips. One of the things that we like to do here is we try to work out if if a player has gone from Watford to to our opposition, we try to work out what you paid for him and actually what he was worth, and then claim a back payment valued at today's rate. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so if you could have a look down the back of the sofa, that would be great. <laughs> How much do we think golden boot winner Kevin Phillips would be valued at now? The 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 boy when he was uh, he was tally up next to to Niall Quinn under under Peter Reid was scoring for fun and was European top scorer in that particular season there was was a tremendous player what are your what are your recollections of uh, uh, of Kevin Phillips he was quite short lived at ours but at yours pretty legendary wasn't he it, yeah yeah and like I say I'm wearing this you know home top which you probably made famous to be fair him and Quinny uh, I can't say anything more high of Kevin Phillips just an absolute legend
legend, scored every type of goal that there was to score, nearly got us into the promised land of Europe. He's always welcome, you know, at Sunderland or in Durham. You know, he's managed where he was, managing yeah. South Shields. He's probably, he's probably coming gonna, to us. He might yeah. be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never know. That could be the busiest fortnight of his life, that particular <laughs> thing. There we are. <laughs> But no, he'll, he'll not have to buy a pint again, you know, ever he comes up here. He's, and to be fair to him, I've met him a couple of times, genuinely nice bloke as well. And he's got absolutely superb hair now. If, I don't know if you've seen him recently. He looks absolutely delicious. Yeah. <laughs> is, it undercut, is it undercut? <laughs> is it looking good, is it? Or? Like a flop top comb over thing. Oh, it's just, it just looks absolutely What is going on with no. the, What's going on with the hair this evening? I like hairstyles. <laughs> <laughs> I like picking out nice hairstyles and that, yeah. Anyway, do continue, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Well, we'll go on about uh, well, Layright uh, wax in a minute and pomades and stuff if you want. I don't mind, but let's, <laughs> let's keep it football. Anyway, in the meantime, welcome back to the uh, Yves Saleron uh, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Never mind, because we're worth it. So, yeah, so Kevin Phillips, no, he, he, he was loved. However, he, he's not always been universally loved, Carlos, is he, at Watford. He has played for other teams. I won't name one mm. in particular, Crystal Palace. But you know, it, <laughs> it, it blotted his copybook, or do we still think he's uh, he's a good guy? Good question. Uh, go on. Carl. No, he was a bit of a <laughs> at Wembley, wasn't he? He was a bit of a <laughs> for scoring that penalty. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't hey, quite got over that that penalty yet. But no, no. no I, I did. I did wonder. Well, in a minute, we're going to be putting these three guys into the order, into the bronze, silver, and gold of legacies for each club. We will see. But I imagine that, uh, that Kevin Phillips may have fallen down that particular batting order, according to Carlos, who not only called him a <laughs> he also confirmed that he called him a <laughs> after calling him a which means I'm now 3-2 in the league. <laughs> <laughs> now, Nyron had a, had a good stint at, uh, at, at your gaff, didn't he? He was, um, he, if, if I remember rightly, he was part of the team that got you promoted up to the Premier League. Mm-hmm. And he was around for a couple of seasons or two or three seasons, in fact, when you were still there. How how well is he considered? What, what do you remember of him? Bit of a cult, not a cult hero. Carl's good choice of words, well done. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bleep machine is officially blown. Yes. Carry on. <laughs> he had a stint. That's all. I, I, you know, he he was never a great footballer. Let's be honest. A lot, a lot of comical moments from him. But you know, he 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 had he had he had a bit of heart about him. And we had a lovely song about him. You know, Liam E. Winehouse rehab song. You try to take the ball past Nyron, and he says no, no, no. Which most of the time it was yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but not good. I remember actually um, the only goal he did score for us was in pre-season in a, um, some friendly in Portugal's like friendly tournament. And me and my friends were out there in Spain and I'd see him score and we just went absolutely crazy. It's probably the only time I ever celebrated a pre-season goal. But fair play to him. He, he did all right. Probably shouldn't have been playing Premier League for us, but a good solid championship option, and you know, I'll always always have a little bit of my heart of what the Nairon to be fair to him. Let's turn to an absolute legend, certainly at our side, which is John Will, Will Frostron, he was known as. He was an amazing player for us who came in. You'd had him, you bought him from Arsenal, which is where he'd been bought up on the youth team, even though he's actually from the North East. He, he played for, for, for Arsenal uh, on and off sporadically. He got a move to you guys, played for three seasons. He was basically started off as a, as, a, as a left winger. And he came to Watford, bought in as a left winger after Watford had got themselves into what is now the championship. 
Division Two, as it was called in old money. And um, we'd gone we'd gone from Division Four to Division Three to Division Two in two seasons. The first season in in that second tier didn't start well, and Graham Taylor went out and made a few recruits. And we bought two players from Sunderland. We bought a, a, a fullback called Mick Henderson, who came in for a bit, did a, did did all right, did good service. You know, didn't light any you know didn't didn't light anything up really. And we bought in Will Frostron on on the left, and he was kind of interesting and he was attacking. And for a year he was okay. And then after about another six months, he kind of started falling in and out of the team. And then a certain John Barnes emerged, who kind of made the left wing his own. And Graham Taylor came up with that quintessential GT kind of master trope. He took a left winger and moved him to left back because we thought he was going to go nowhere. And suddenly you you forward wind another another six or seven years and he's still at the club and he's, you know, testimonial kind of laden. He captained the team in Europe. He is our joint. He's our left back. He's our joint highest scorer in Europe. <laughs> you know, that's what he was. <laughs> what a player he was. Absolutely. I appreciate that you guys might not have caught much of uh, much of Wilf not being born at all in some instances, I shouldn't wonder. But what I'm going to ask you to do, and what I'm going to ask you to do, and we're going to ask uh, Carl and Justin to do likewise, is you've got to award them bronze, silver and gold in terms of their legacy at Sunderland. From your perspective, doesn't have to be, uh, don't, don't have to worry about it. So Wilf Rostron, Nyron Noseworthy, Kevin Phillips. Who's going to get the bronze medal, do you reckon, Ant? Just just the fact that he was well before me. <laughs> um, Will Foston's going to be bronze. I've never seen him play the Sunderland top. I do, so I know Fair all enough. YouTube is available. Um, so he's going to have to be bronze, I'm afraid. <laughs> That's okay. And who, and I, I think we might suspiciously know who might be in silver and gold here, therefore. Nugsy in second, in silver, definitely. Um, and we still love you, Nyron. Obviously, the man, Super Kev at the top. Super Kev at the top. So let's turn to Justin. Justin, sir, you've got to put these three yeah. into legacy for Watford. I um, don't think I don't think gold is probably in, in too much no. argument, but silver and bronze, hmm. You're absolutely spot on. So, yeah, gold's got to be Wilf, hasn't it, really? Silver and bronze, I mean... I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Nyron in silver and, and and Kevin in bronze simply for that penalty against us. <laughs> I know it's all to do with his time at Watford, but that penalty against us in that semi final in 2013 still hurts. So up yours. That Kev. was like somebody posting shit through my door. That <laughs> it was. It was, and it was right on the last fucking stroke of the clock, wasn't it? As well, was it yeah, just about it to go into extra time, yeah. or was it extra time? It was about to go to penalties. I can't remember. Or remember it was, it was about. Was it about to yes, go to penalties? I think it was extra time, ready right. to go pens, yeah. yeah. But it, either way, it was just penalties, like, yeah. oh, Jesus, you know. In fairness, he didn't Anyone only celebrate him, but yeah, it was like, oh. Yeah, but bearing what? in mind, bearing he, he mind, stepped up to him... take the fucking thing. Now, he could have gone, oh, do you know what? No, someone else take it, but he didn't. Thanks, <laughs> I'll Kevin. give it a miss. I'll give it a miss. Yeah. I think you're asking a little bit much to ask a professional footballer. Go, sorry, it's a penalty at Wembley to win <laughs> promotion. I shan't do it because I might offend those people over there <laughs> well, who've been and calling here we me are. Here we are, 10 years minutes. later, slagging him off. See? See? Yeah. doesn't always pay off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't too long ago we were trying to get him on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, I think that's unlikely now. Yeah, It's true, it's true, it's true. At this point, can we just say a big hello to James Rowe, the Talk Sports uh, fan <laughs> network, who's been asking us not to say the word so often. So don't, James, worry, it's not, don't worry, it's not going to be in the TalkSport podcast because I'm going to edit it and that's going to all be bleaked out. So that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Oh dear, superb, lovely. Well, there you go. Hi, I'm Stephen Gerrard, and you're listening to 
Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. So, the completely rubbish DNSYE Prediction League. You remember doing this. We've kept it up. It's been shit from the word go. <laughs> it got it got really, really bad in the middle, and then it's tailed off towards the end. It's just been <laughs> shocking. The whole thing has been a debacle. Yeah. But we've only got two games to go, so God damn it, we're going to get through this. Yeah. If, it, if it kills us, which it very possibly might. Stadium of Light, Saturday, 3 o'clock. It sounds like you're almost going to be sold out, which at the Stadium yeah. of Light, is that be the first time in a few years if that's the case would it not be or oh mind you you had the uh, sold out against Doncaster when Defoe came back got put on the bench that was the last I think Bolton <laughs> as well at some point I think but a Bradford Bradford at home the first season under Jack Ross was sold out as well but it, it's okay. been very rare but it's going to be a big day because obviously you're pitching to get into that that playoff spot what do you forecast the result is going to be and then we'll turn to these fine predictors of results it's, it's there's a lot of pressure on me now because I've got this balance in that last time and um, it's the yeah. only thing I've probably got right all season did so, you did um, you, you, did yeah, you go he did. for Disney spot on he got it spot on for a 2-2 uh, so I I think as much as our home form is worrying us, I think we'll win. I'll go 2-1 Sunderland with a last-minute winner oh, or something piss. like that. Well, did you want that one, Carl? Did you? Piss and shit. I wanted that, yeah. Did you? Uh, so, so Carl, I think, I think you can predict what you want because I don't think there's there's a cat in hell chance of him going for one all, which is what he's done most of the season. <laughs> Carlos? 19-0 to Sunderland. Uh, <laughs> Cabaselli have... is playing then. <laughs> He's playing. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm going to go for. I mean, there's there's two aspects of this. One, I don't give a fuck anymore. And two, I think we'll lose. So I'll go Sunderland two, Watford nil. Bollocks! I was going for that. Seriously, I was going for that. <laughs> As I did earlier on another podcast. I was I was going for two one, but Ant said that. So Ant, oh, why don't you go yeah. for three nil? Treat yourself. You want, you want two one? I'll go three. No, 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 no. You know, no, it just I mean, means I've got honest, to think now. That's the problem. I've got if we don't, if we don't adhere to the rules, this thing will be pointless. Oh yeah. Christ! Okay. Justin, it's all Justin, about the rules. It's all about following the rules on this yeah, this part of the is. podcast. We are all about obedience, if nothing else. Well, up until so, recently, we were scoring goals, but the last two games we've scored one, haven't we? Against Cardiff, we didn't score any against did. Hull. I, I just, I can't even begin to think what fucking team he's going to put out. Is he going to put the kids out? Is he going to fucking stick with the shit that we've got? If, you, if we're going to stick with the shit we've got, if you're on your game, you're going to do us 3-0. So, 3-0 Sunderland. So, 2-0, 2-1 and 3-0. Mm. Mm. I, I like confidence. confidence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Have you watched this to, fucking to, team? To, to hair care and depression. That's what we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you watched this team this, this season? Podcast, oh, mate, listen. Have you watched? The, have you watched this team this season? They're shite with bells on. They're, none of them give a monkey's about playing for Watford. I mean, it, it's just we're going to lose, and I can't pick two one or two nil, so I go three nil. Fuck them. Lucky style. That's the worst thing about I'm even now, now that Watford fans are saying now we're going to get beat. Mate, listen. No, it won't. It really will not. Oh, be you've got Watford. no danger. And there's no danger in Mr. that. Mr. Peter, we, you, I think we're the last team to give QPR three points. Aren't we, we were, we were. Peter, you've got all the stats there. When did we last win one nil away this season? One. When did we last win one nil away? A oh, crikey, you want away as oh, well? When did we last win uh, away then? Oh, it, it would it would have been Norwich one nil away. Norwich. When was that? It was fucking oh, right yeah. at the beginning of the yeah. season. Third of January. Right. Third of okay. January. Third, that's when we were third in the league, and and we actually looked as if we were half decent. So we haven't won away. Third of January. <laughs> is, is that the last time we won one away? Third of January. We also won one nil away at Wigan, despite not scoring for 96 minutes, coming on and getting the last minute winner. Oh, there, yeah, Joe Pedro's header. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. So 
listen, we ain't going to win. We're, God, we're shit, aren't we? We ain't going to win. We are shit. We're going to lose. Yeah. Fuck, I want this season gone, mate. I just want to fucking write it off and get yeah. on the next season now. I've had enough. Boring. <laughs> I've literally had enough. I can't I can't deal with it anymore. And the, I was trudging are... up the stairs to record this, and I was just like, Do you know what? I might If I've got a Sunderland shirt, I might just wear it. Send me a fucking Sunderland supporter. <laughs> You was Hull last week. You were a Hull supporter last week. You were going to go support yeah. Hull. No, he's only prepared to become a Hull supporter. That's how bad it is. I'm, I'm trying to pitch, I'm trying to, pitch to other podcasts. Oh, that's true. Yes, it's only if oh, Nathan yeah. Jones is the manager, you're going to support Hull. Okay. Yeah, that little poison dwarf. What caveat is there for you to become a Sunderland fan then, just if they yeah, win on well, Saturday? What? Yeah, come on, because Ant is here. We want to know what your CV looks like, you know, for, 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 for other podcasts. I mean, an ability to use the C word is obviously very <laughs> proficient. He's in straight away. Oh, there you go. There you go. See, Over- there you go. Qual- overqualified. There you go. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Ant, for coming on. I hope we haven't depressed you too much. Uh, in fact, you should be buoyant now. You should be thinking, fuck me, we're going to win this on Saturday. Uh, I, I actually want to say thanks to Ant for actually just talking to us. It's yeah, it's therapy. It's been lovely not to talk. How much do we owe you, Doctor? It's therapy for us. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking to a Sunderland supporter here, right? I mean, let's face it, you have gone yeah. through the cart in the last six to seven years, haven't you, really? It's been, you, you, you've had pretty thin gruel. You've had to be down in the third tier for a while. You've had one good season, and we come along and go, we're not in the Premiership anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was going to say that I mean mad I mean try getting beat at home off Doncaster or away to Cambridge um that's mm. shit but well know. that is that is very much is what, what we're looking is, forward to in the next couple of seasons so uh yeah I'm yeah I'm probably the only person who if we went down I'd be going right I am going to be going to so many away games Cambridge. Yeah, the novelty wears Ooh. off after about three weeks. So there you go. See, I had that same thing. <laughs> then I went to Gillingham and stood on some scaffolding for 90 minutes. And even though we won, it was the worst day of my life. No, <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll, just, yeah. I'll just say something, Anne. Right, I, I go home the way most. I'm not going to Sunderland because, as I've said, I've, I've had clearly enough of, yeah. of Watford Football Club at the moment. But this season, I think it's not really bad because of geography. And I blame geography for a lot of my problems with Watford. There's so many fucking teams from up north. And it, I think, and it, the North is lovely. Don't get me wrong. Well, bits of it, but <laughs> I think that's goes. what's affected me so much. It, it's that travelling up north. There's, I think, Luton and QPR are our closest games this season. Oh, and them, them fucking no marks, Reading as well. Them lot. So th- this whole season has been about sitting in a car, a train, or well, actually can't even get a train because they're fucking cancelled and everyone's on strike. So the whole the whole fucking season has just been a whitewash, and I'm venting. And I do apologise. He also and he also took well, back next season. He also took an all electric vehicle to Sheffield. Was it? Yeah, that was a fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> yeah, bear in mind, I could have I could have took it to Reading. You could have taken it to Reading, but no, you had to take it yeah, to yeah, South Yorkshire. Yeah. From what? Sheffield, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. And I what I was trying to prove, either. I was, I was trying no. to prove something, but... Well, you just proved quite honestly, you never do that. They'll have to learn to swim. <laughs> you, you, you proved you didn't know how to work a fucking electric charger. That was for one for certain. I think the good burgers of, of Rotherham are still not forgiving you for suggesting they open up a theme cart called Abandoned Warehouse Land. I don't think that went down well, but other than that... <laughs> I thought that was one of my suggestions this season. Yeah, fuck it, play to your strengths. I, I would. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah.
You should write a book. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, go on, go on, Johnny. Go in there and play with a deserted pallet. Brilliant, excellent. <laughs> Who doesn't like asbestos? <laughs> Can I tell you something that happened in Rotherham before we go? A five-year-old, it must have been five or six. This is how rough Rotherham is. I come out the ground after that. Was it nil-nil? As you come out around the ground, you come down a lower bit, and there was a five, six-year-old who shouted at me, fuck you, you southern for all shit. <laughs> and that's just, I was like, and the, the, and the dad went, yeah. Do not scratch your eyes. Hopefully you do well in the playoffs and you go to the, up to the Premier League if, if you get there. That'd be fantastic for you. But if not, we will do this again next season. It'd be great to catch up with you again and, and do this all over again. So uh, best of luck in the playoffs. Obviously, yeah, I, I, would say, I would say, I would say, unless you're playing us, I don't give a shit anymore. So I don't care if you beat <laughs> us on Saturday, to be fair. So good luck for the rest of the season. Anybody that, any, any team that plays Luton for the rest of the season, I support them. If we roll over on Saturday, you've got to do Luton. Is that, is that a reasonable deal? That, that's a promise if, if we yeah. can yeah high five there we go that's what we needed that's what we needed and it's been a pleasure speaking to you once again thank you very much for coming on do not scratch your eyes thank you very much guys cheers for having us again Top man Adam. thank you lovely stuff It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. <laughs>